are listening to the Academy Revival Podcast. This is Drew, resident of the Montevilla neighborhood and huge fan of the Academy Theater. Here with Doorman. What's up? Here we are. It's the very first, or I guess it's episode zero, of our new podcast. So the concept of this episode is just to do a little background, a little listener orientation of who we are, what's going on at the Academy, what is this revival series, what, what is going on with this podcast, what are we <laughs> going to do here, what is, what is all of this? So first of all, who am I? Yeah, who am I? That's what I'm wondering. Well, yeah. And why am I called Doorman? I'm <laughs> yeah. sure all of you are asking, what is all this? Who are their doors? What do they have to do with movies? So anyway, basically, there's an article that came out recently about our revival series in the Willamette Week. If you just Google who is Doorman, you'll be able to find it. It'll answer all of these questions a little better and more succinctly than I will right now. But the long story short is I have a nickname, Doorman, and it was sort of generated by me getting a little bit of a reputation at the theater and around town by being avidly obsessed with movies. And I'm a longtime employee of the Academy Theater, and I've constantly been haranguing our managers and programmers uh, to pick certain movies and get certain things. And I have little victories every time one goes through and we have a good success and good turnout. So that's why I've decided just Keep, keep using this name and, and just go for that. Um, so, Drew, do you want to give a little intro sure. on your association? Yeah. So, I moved to Portland maybe seven years ago. The first movie I can remember seeing at Academy uh, was Aliens uh, and then also Moon. So, a couple sci-fi movies that brought me, like, from where I lived in the, the Lloyd Center out this way. Um, Portland has such a cool, you know, local independent theater scene mm -hmm. that I was basically in heaven when I first moved here exploring all the local theaters. But back in February of this year, I moved into Montevilla. And so now Academy is my home base theater. I um, started um, harassing the Academy Theater via email. No, not really. Sent an email to, um, to y'all just asking if we could do this podcast or something like it. So super excited that um, I get this opportunity to kind of understand more about the programming. The first night that I moved into the neighborhood, Wild at Heart was playing. Not my nice. favorite Lynch movie, nice. but David Lynch is my favorite director. And such a good one to see on the big screen. Oh, yeah. 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 It was a yeah, full house um Pack theater just was able to like it's the first night I was sleeping here. It was just such a high. Wow. Um yeah. that, that that was playing and y'all's programming ever since has has been catching my attention and and now now we're here. Super excited. Yeah, it's really awesome to be recording this in Montevilla. I lived here for a really long time and you know, I feel like this neighborhood is super special and just a home to me. Um and it's great to be recording in the neighborhood. Um so and I also feel pretty similarly, just like I'm a fan of the Portland movie scene, you know, programmers uh, at the Hollywood, Dan Halstead, Cinema 21, you know, they really taught me over the last 10 years or so just so much about movies. And, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit of the next wave of people coming in after them to, you know, start playing movies around town. So let's talk about the movies we play. Sure. So about a year ago, last July, we restarted our um, 
uh, the fancy word for it is repertory. But most of the time when I say that word, people don't really know what I'm talking about. But those are older films as opposed to first run movies that just came out. Um, And I decided to call it the revival series instead of the repertory series to make it a little easier for people to understand. Um, And basically... Uh, we were just playing first run movies for several months and everyone was missing our sort of long standing uh, repertory movies. Um, and so when we brought them back, I wanted to, you know, give it a little bit of a new flavor of the times. Um, and so we called it the revival series and we basically just played two movies a week for several months. Um, and after doing that for six or seven months um, in March, we uh, launched our long-term series so this is a little bit of a different structure um and uh we have three long-term series and we have one movie their monthly series they get they get played once a month um schedule permitting uh and we have the horror series which is programmed by a it's sort of a collaborative effort um between who has a good idea and just sort of talking around uh the theater um and then we have the international series which is programmed by our head projectionist chadwick um and he's really just super passionate and knowledgeable about foreign film and i i was really pushing him to start his own series because i wanted him to play on the big screen a lot of these classic foreign films and we'll get into that in a few episodes um you know that don't get that I don't get to see that much and that I haven't been exposed to that much so I'm really excited for that series and for that to continue and then I really wanted to channel my energy into one specific series to kind of rein myself in so I wasn't trying to pick every movie every month um, and that's called the deep cut series hmm. and the concept is really just playing movies that I love 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 that don't get played very much um, and not just trying to pick the most obscure movie ever but something that really you know, I, I haven't seen play in town. I've never seen it on the big screen or if I have, it was just once or twice, very seldomly. Um, yeah. And so that's, that's where we're at. And I've been rolling with that since, um, March. And now we're in the summer, um, where we're doing things a little bit differently just because we have, you know, the typical traditional kind of wave of blockbusters that are coming out. And we decided we've been hammering the the revival series so much in the spring and it was really great, but we don't want to exhaust people. And we want to give people a little break to see all the new movies that are coming out and stuff. So, um, you know, for uh, June, July, and we'll see what happens in August, but we're just doing less revival movies, but they're still really awesome choices I'm really excited about. And I have full confidence that come the fall, we'll be seeing sort of our usual thing where we do two revival movies a week. And that's, that's our typical structure is two revival movies a week. And then first run movies in with that. Um, We also sometimes do four revival movies a week, which has been intense and uh, a lot of work, but really fun. Uh, And then, just so people have a good sense of what happens at the Academy on a scheduling basis. Um, and some people might already be aware of this, but just to get it off, um, we have new movies that start on Fridays and those play through Thursday. And we typically do split week scheduling. So the Friday through Monday is our weekend show times where usually the revival movies play alternating Um, And then Tuesday through Thursday, we have a weekday scheduling where we flip those show times. And really the basically the thought behind that was that um, 
the most popular time was the is the around six or seven o'clock time to watch the movies, and we just wanted to make sure that we um, had equal opportunity for those movies to get played. So if we had Terminator and Switchblade Sister the same week, you know that seven o'clock set set will get shared by both of right. them. And if if you want to see that at that you know hot time, you're going to get a few opportunities to see that. And um, so well, that's one one thing I wanted to ask you is. Um, it's kind of unusual actually to show these movies for a full week versus like a one night only special event. I mean, that can certainly kind of maybe create um, a more rabid like audience for, for one night only, but it's really nice um, to be able to like, you know, I can develop more of like a routine of seeing the movies and stuff because I have options throughout the week. Um, I know you're a 7 PM movie showtime person i love seeing like a early afternoon matinee i'm also totally. <laughs> also surprised that you know academy has like 1 30 p.m showtimes yeah um so that's great for me uh and what was what was went into the decision to kind of show them for a week versus one night only uh, it's what we did before the pandemic um and we just really you know, want to give people and give the movies an opportunity to really get played. It's, it's a, you know, it's a big, it's a more of a big commitment, but it just, uh, you know, it makes us, if you're, if we're playing Terminator, we're probably not going to play it again for a couple years. And so if we bring it, we're going to play it for that whole week and really give everybody a chance to see it. Um, and it also makes us concentrate the movies, you know, so instead of playing, you know, 10 or 20 movies you know a month we're really only playing eight sometimes 12 max um but you know you really can to me that is is overwhelming you know enough to play eight movies a month um that's a lot um to to see you know right and just in general like since you started doing this what has it been like to see some of your like pet favorite movies with is it the first time you're seeing some of these with an audience? Like we'll get into specifics as we go throughout the podcast, but yeah, it's deeply fascinating. (laughs) It's all, that's it. Yeah. Getting my perception of what these movies are and then how they play off people is just, it's just a really special thing. And and getting to share and and expose people to new things is really just, uh, is, is a beautiful thing. And, and I, you know, and that's, that's why I love the the rhythm of playing it for, uh, uh, one movie for the entire week. You know, it's it's really just pushing something into more of a canonized. You know, like hey, we we really think that Switchblade Sisters, or we really think that Dress to Kill, or or uh, you know, Silence of the Lambs. You know, that's a bigger movie, but you know, uh, we really want to commit to it and 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 let the community watch it. Yeah, that's super exciting. I mean, it's it's analogous to like. A director sitting down and watching uh, the premiere of his movie with an audience for the uh, his or her movie with an audience for the first time, which I can't imagine how nerve wracking that would be. But right. if I was yeah. showing like um, Ginger Snaps, for instance, yeah. a movie which I can never find playing except my friend sent me a photo yesterday. He's on a road trip in Missoula, Montana. Oh wow! At a theater called The Roxy, nice. they're showing Ginger Snaps tonight. Wow. Um, I actually considered uh, Google. Uh, you know, the distance is, yeah, it's an eight and a half hour drive. Um, So that wasn't going to happen. But anyway, um, that would be, 
exciting and nerve wracking to maybe not that movie so much because I have such confidence <laughs> that people would love it. Yeah. But ones that are more out there that could just fall flat. That would probably be the worst reaction, I imagine, that, yeah. that you could have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't had a whole lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's really different sometimes. Uh, I think the the one that was maybe stung the most that fell flat was uh, I played Airport last December, um, and that was a movie that I, I just love. Not love. Airplane. I, yeah, I don't even know yeah, what this is. Airport. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what's spoofing, and a lot of people know that. It's, it's, it's basically what ignited the 70s disaster movie mm. wave. Um, and not to digress too much, but it has this one scene that was the most shocking, most intense scene ever shown um, on a movie in 1970 when it came out. Um, there's... A, there's a bomb that goes off in a plane and that just hadn't happened oh, before. Wow. And it was, it's really intense scene, really beautiful. And, and people came out. It wasn't like nobody showed up, but I was just, you know, it was a winter movie. It was December. I was really just gunning for it. And that didn't, but we've had a lot of really great turnouts and it's been really strong since we've restarted this in uh, last July a year ago. And I'm, I'm really excited for this podcast and just how it's evolving. And there's going to be a lot more, coming and that's the other thing that we're going to be using this podcast for is to give some updates once a month so the instagram is still the fastest easiest way for a lot of people to access all of our updates but a lot of people aren't into social media and i respect that i'm not super into right. social media and so this is just a different media that people can access and find out that information and so i don't have any big updates this month but I will tell you that the next month when we meet, there's going to, if things go according to plan, uh, there's going to be a huge update that will be pretty much all we're going to talk. I mean, we'll talk about the movies, we'll talk yeah. about the movies. but <laughs> okay, it's going to well, be consuming. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's going to be a big shakeup at the Academy. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how it plays off and it might get delayed a little bit, but, um, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, when when did the Academy open? If you know the date off the top of your head, I mean it's a seventy five year old theater, right? Yeah, like, the quick and dirty history is nineteen forty eight. It opened nineteen seventy five. It closed. Mm. Then it was vacant for a little while. Then it was nickel ads for about twenty ish years, and then two thousand six, uh, the current owners uh, underwent a large renovation, and in two thousand seven they reopened. Um, and they were second run theater playing also repertory films up until the pandemic. And we closed, uh, like all the other theaters in town for the pandemic. And then when we reopened, we tried to do the second run, obviously realized that times had changed a little bit and went first run pretty quickly after that. And lastly, let's just take a moment to talk about the podcast structure itself. So the initial plan here is to do two episodes a month. And the first episode is going to come out at the beginning of the month. And it's just going to give you a brief overview. I say brief now. We'll see how long it takes. <laughs> but a quick overview of each of the film revival movies we have coming. And we're going to, I'm going to work really hard to craft each description and each pitch to be very movie specific so that 
the movies are introduced to you in an appropriate way. They're, they're not a bunch of spoilers given. Sometimes when you Google stuff online, they really aren't thoughtful in the way that they're pitched to it. And there really is an art that I've developed over the years of introducing movies. Um, and we don't do movie, movie introductions before the films or anything. So this is a good way of just having that on record. What is the the... the the little pitch for each movie. Um, and then we're going to release a second episode for the month, sort of midway through the month. And that's going to be more of a review. And we're going to talk about movies that we actually went and saw. Drew and I are both going to talk about movies. We both actually went and saw at the Academy and we're going to discuss them yep. and we're going to, uh, get into specific plot spoilers. Um, so that, that movie, you know, that discussion will have a warning on it, but it's really intended to be a post-film discussion as opposed to the other episode, which is really a pre-film discussion. Got it. Um, cool. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. We're going to be following this episode very shortly um, with a with episode one. So you can subscribe to the Academy Revival podcast by searching the title in any podcast podcast platform. Um, that always trips me up saying <laughs> podcast platform, but thank you, uh, doorman for giving us these updates. A lot to look forward to, and we'll talk to you very soon. Yeah, this is exciting. I hope everyone realized this is the beginning of a cinematic journey that we're all taking and I hope that you come.